This is the Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers. Back when I was 17, like every other girl, I used to have big dreams. But then I got introduced to some other things, and suddenly the church girl I was originally. See, the wrong things can call your name. I chose to answer when the spirit said, walk away. Now I live with circumstances that I can't erase. I just wish I could go back now to yesterday. Cause it was but there's not a hole too deep. Uh, that God will reach down and save me, me. See, He cleaned me up and made me new. Said, Welcome back, and now I'm standing here in front of you. I'm different, y'all. I'm not the same. Ever since I met the Savior, see, my life has changed. I must send it back in the day. I did some crazy things. Our guest, Darren Zewalk, is an independent singer, songwriter, and arranger. His music is best described as gospel pop soul with a splash of jazz. His music is a testimony of what the Lord has brought him through and what the Lord will do for you if you just surrender. Darren graduated from Oklahoma Baptist University with a bachelor's degree in vocal music and a minor in piano. He has returned back to recording music for the Lord. Darren's motto is, It is all about the Lord and not about Darren. Let's get to the show. With Darren Zewalk. I'm so glad to have you, Darren. I love your music and I love your talent. And, and as I told you before the show started, I really, really can see that you're in tune with God. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody ever told you that before, but I can hear your passion and your love for God. Could you tell me something? Who is Darren Seawalk? Who is he? I'm a person here to bring encouragement to the listening soul. God had given me that a while back. And I try to do it through my music, through things that I post just in my life. I'm here to just bring encouragement to people because I feel that's what God, that's my passion and that's what I do. I do love music, of course, but my goal is that um, I started in music when taking piano lessons when I was in sixth grade and I took it all the way through high school, played in college, I have a minor degree in piano. I also went to OBU. That's where I went to college at. I had I was a three-year outstater, got a talentship scholarship to go to Oklahoma Baptist University, and I have a voice, have a voice major. So I've kind of, you know, just done a lot of music. I've also music ministry in a church for about 17 years. I'm currently not doing that, but I did that for a while. And and I'm just kind of working on solo stuff. God's leading me to a solo career type thing now. Yeah, well, that's great. And your father and a, a husband, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Have, uh, yeah. Have a 31-year-old daughter and a two-year-old granddaughter. I love very much. And I've been married to my, my wife, Latessa, for the last 15 years. So... Oh, that's wonderful. It'd be 15 in September. It's 14, but it'd be September. It'd be 15, so. Well, congratulations, Grandpa, because you're not that old of a grandpa. Two years, right? Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How did you get into gospel music? 
How did you get into that? It's always kind of been something that I've kind of done. I mean, I've done a little bit of everything, but when I got out of college, it just seemed like that's where it landed for me. I was raised in the church. I was baptized at around 12, same around the time, same times the piano and all that kind of just kind of happened at the same time, seemed like. And, you know, my parents brought me up in the church. When I went to OBU, I've always listened to various types of music. My style's a bit eclectic. I try not to emulate other people's music. You know, I try to, you know, God leads me in the path that he leads me. Sometimes it's something real out there. Sometimes it's something very mellow. I mean, I write a lot. And so it really just kind of depends on where, you know, God is taking me and in the direction I'm going in. But I've been doing music for a long, long time. I mean, the church stuff is all, it's been in me from the time I was a child. I had parents that, you know, you know, hear stories of parents taking the child to church and not going. Well, that wasn't my case. My, my dad was a deacon in the church. And so he brought us up in the church and he was there with us. And so, you know, that's just where it all was. And my dad sang, I sing. We have a few people in my family that can sing. So it, it was just kind of always there. And then when I got out of college, I was, I did, you know, I did, did some top 40 stuff too as well, but I just was like, mm, this is not where God's taking me. So he, that I started around 2010 is when I kind of started. I said, okay, because I really, really the story behind Situations, which is my first project that was that my mom asked me to go back to the studio. And I said, mother, you do realize that this has not happened in like 18 years. I have not been in a studio for that long because I was raising my daughter. I was a single, single dad with full custody of his, of his, of his daughter. So I had to raise my daughter, but then she was a singer that year. And so I, I went back to the studio and I started working on situation and it just turned into what it did. And I was like, okay, or this is where I need to be. And it just kind of, I've stayed there since I, since I dropped that first project in 2010. Yeah. I, I, I could tell that you've been singing a while. Like I said, I could also tell that there's a lot of passion and you're geared to working for God with your voice. Does that make any sense? Did oh, that yeah. sound? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah. I could tell. I could, like I said, I, I could just hear it. It's, it's just, it's very mellow. And from it, you can hear your love for God. I don't know. Call me crazy. <laughs> you graduated from Oklahoma Baptist University with a bachelor's mm-hmm. degree and in vocal music and you minored in piano what made you go to school for that like i know you like music and i know you you went to church and you sung in church but i mean of all the things you could have went to school for why did you go to school for that that was that's just where the that's just where things pointed i mean they pointed for me i mean i was very blessed to have parents that was very supportive of things that we did one thing that i did do when i was in school is when I was growing up, I took piano lessons. I took voice lessons. I was in the choir at school and at church. I did all the things that were there. I could read music. So it wasn't like I was going to school to learn to read music. I mean, I've been reading music since since I was 12 years old. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, and I played the trombone in the band. So the writing was just kind of on the on the wall for me. I mean, there was a lot of things I probably could have done, but music is, is what I love. And I'm glad that I didn't start it real early because many of my friends in college kind of stopped doing it because they were, they get burned out on it. Like they had, their yeah. parents were making them take it at three years old. 
I'm like, oh, wow. And they're like, okay, I'm done. We're done. I'm done. I yeah. don't want to do it anymore. And so, they, they felt like they didn't have to do it anymore, right? Well, yeah. It was, it was yeah. just that I think they got burned out on it a lot, you know. And then with me, I started doing it when I was 12. So I was like, ooh. Oh, this is just the beginning for me. And I think, I really think that because I didn't take so early in life, I think that think that's what instilled the love of it for me. Because when I was little, you know, my parents let me, they let, let me listen to a lot of things. I mean, I listened to a lot of Motown stuff. I'd go to sleep to Aretha Franklin. I mean, I I just, I did a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, I they let me listen. I had a, a pretty, you know, a pretty nice size record collection that my parents, they would just let me listen to stuff. And I don't know, I'm thinking that because of them letting me listen to stuff at such an early age, I think it kind of, it, it, I think it spawned some, you know, some music stuff in me that I didn't know that I had. And then it just kind of just kept developing. Yeah. So you, you were pretty versatile. You listened to gospel and like R&B also? Yes, yes. Yeah. My parents were not that strict that they didn't let me listen to other music. They let me listen to lots of stuff. I would travel with my dad. We would listen to the Four Tops. Of course, you know, my dad, we lost, I lost my dad in 2020, but he was wonderful. I mean, he, you know, he, he would, we would be traveling. He'd say, okay, pull out the Temptations, pull out this, pull out that. I mean, so I wasn't, my parents were not real strict on me where some people's kids was, that's all I could listen to was gospel. No, my parents let me listen to everything. I listened to everything. And actually I listened to a lot of stuff. And then as I got older, I listened to more gospel stuff because I was at OBU and I like kind of contemporary Christian stuff and I have a real I have a really eclectic probably an eclectic collection of people that I listen to I don't listen to one style I don't listen to just you know there's days I you know you can't listen to R&B you listen to R&B there's days I listen to top 40 there's days I listen yeah. to contemporary Christian music there's days I mean it's just there's days I listen to praise and worship so I just have a wide variety of things that I listen to and I think that's kind of developed me into what I what I do you know yeah yeah so you're not just one-sided you can you, you have an ear for it all right and that makes you mm-hmm. a creative creative people have that ability because most mm-hmm. people you talk to they're like oh i like r&b or i you know i like jazz or you know but and a real artist can listen in my opinion can listen to all kinds of stuff and find beauty in it right Do yeah, you agree with that yeah, that's true i agree because i mean i there's been, I mean, you know, because in when I went to college, you know, I played a little bit of everything. You know, my piano teacher was very big on classical, which I'm very glad that she was because that's what I had to do in college. But I could read it. I mean, you know, I could, you know, I could read, you know, I could play sonatas and stuff like that in school. Wow, that's awesome. Do you believe in God? No, I, this well, is, I, a, it's just a generic question, but I always like to hear absolutely. everyone's different answer. I really do. So do you oh, believe absolutely. in God? Absolutely. I wouldn't be here. I would not exist. You know, I praise him. I'm here with you today. I'm blessed to be even on this interview with you. So, yes, I mean, I, I, I give my life to him. I owe it all to him. Yeah, that's great. I love hearing that. What was the day like when you realized Jesus and God were real? What was that day like for you? And everybody's day is different, but for Darren Zewalk, how was it? Mm. There's just been a lot of different things that's gone on in my life that I know is real. One, when I was little, I had some real, I couldn't hold milk when I was a little kid. And doctors thought that they had given up that I was going to die. And daddy, my dad was like, no, we're just going to give him whole milk. To, so 
and see what happens. And I took the whole milk, of course, I had allergies, but of course, you know, I'm here. So obviously what that, what I just had people like in my dad's situation, he was really, he had a really good sense of discernment. So he kind of, God worked through him and a lot of things and he had been through a lot himself. But I mean, with me, it was just one of those situations where um, I had, as a kid, I had asthma pretty bad. I had it, I used to take allergy shots. And and by the age of like 16, I was healed from it. I haven't had a problem with asthma since then. Oh, wow. I know that it was God. I know that it was the Lord. I know it was him. And and I just, you know, I was, you know, I took medicine and stuff for it. But after I got about 16, I just was singing one day and I was just holding these notes. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not having problems breathing. I'm not, you know, my notes are lasting forever. I can do and I know, I knew at that point I was healed. And I just, you know, just how my life has been and just some of the things that my family have been through. You know, you go through hardships sometimes. You wonder, you think, okay, is this going to work out? You know, how is this going to work? And you sit back and you watch God and he delivers you from things, from the, from the toughest things. Some things are real tough and you don't think you're going to make it through them. But, you know, you keep living and God just, you know, God's there with you. A lot of times you, we don't always acknowledge it, but I try to acknowledge it and say, okay, Lord, I know this is you and you get the praise for it. I do not take credit for what you're doing in my life. He shows up at the most inconvenient time where you need him, right? Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's true. I know for a fact, true story. (laughs) Yeah. So what was the day like when you had a God moment or didn't you have one? Did you have a God moment where you were like, you talked to him and he answered. He, like I said, he showed up. Did you have that moment? It's it's been a lot of moments though. I mean, I've been through some tough things. I've been through a really nasty, I went through a really nasty divorce and the Lord has just been there for me. No matter what came my way, he's, he's been there for me, you know, through the asthma stuff that's been, you know, a situation in which he was. I mean, there have been so many situations in which I could probably name. I was in college one time and I had, and I don't even think I've ever really told this story to many people, but I woke up one morning and and I had a jury that day, which meaning I had to sing in front of five professors in which I had five songs in which they could call any song. It could be French, it could be German, it could be English, it could be Italian. I mean, I had to sing in all those different languages. So all of a sudden I opened my mouth I think I'm going to sing. I can't speak. And I was just like, okay. What happened? Went to the store. Went to the store. My voice was just gone. I was like, okay, what's going on? I said, let's go. Okay, let's do the let's the zinc and vitamin C trick and see if that works. And I just and I just prayed. I said, Lord, now I I know that you. I need my voice, and I'm depending on you to bring it back. And when I got in that jury, I was I could sing. Wow! So he gave it back to you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would. Now I had. I couldn't sing at all that morning, and 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 it came back. My voice was there. The, yeah, that was one heck of a God moment. Yeah, unbelievable. Because mm-hmm. I was panicking. I was panicking. I'm like, I don't know. How I'm going to be able to do this because I can't. I can't. You know, you can't cancel a jury. It's a college thing. You you know they've organized for five professors to be there. You're in a right. room and they're calling these songs out and you're like, oh, wow, am I going to be? Oh my but the Lord, the Lord was there. He was there. Yeah. And I actually did well. I did well. I always did well on my juries. 
Hello everyone! Before we get back to the Inspirational WOW Show, I want to take a moment and talk about China Myers' best-selling, gripping, heartfelt book titled A Letter to God. You can find this true life story on Amazon. Now, back to the WOW Show. I'm sorry to hear about your dad, your loss of your dad. I'm really sorry to hear about that. But here's something off the cuff. Do you believe that God cultivated you and your dad's relationship because it seems like you guys were pretty close. You think God, you know, matured oh, that? Absolutely. And- absolutely. And we got closer as the time went on. And the closer it got to his death, we were really close. We were talking a lot, a lot. But I saw my dad a lot. I mean, there was probably not a Sunday because we used to, before COVID, this is all before COVID, even yeah. when we were we were all going to different churches, I mean, but my dad went to my brother-in-law, my, my sister, my brother-in-law has a church, and they attended there, but we would always meet them for lunch. So, yeah, I saw him every week, and then we, we were talking a lot. We were talking a lot right before he passed, but, yeah, I had a, I can honestly say that I'm not one of these guys that said, you know, my dad wasn't there for me. You know, that would be really far from the truth. I had a wonderful dad. He was awesome. I mean, he he did a lot for our family, and he he was just he was just always there, and he just taught me so much. And when he left, it was just the weirdest thing. Even the day that he left, I knew exactly what did he what he needed me to do. That's how close we were. I knew the the Lord had came to me, and I thought that I would be just over you know overwhelmed with sadness, and I was sad to see him go. But my dad was such a strong person, and he instilled those those strengths in us that I was able to carry on. I was able to carry on and I was able to to be, be there for mama and, and my sister and my family. And I think overall, I think God has blessed me to do that. And for some reason he left, but it seemed like his strength stayed with me, if that makes any sense. Oh, so it does. Oh man, it really so, does. And so that's what I think. I really believe that. And I do miss my dad. My dad was a singer. He sang in the choir. He had a great voice. He could sing. My dad could sing. So. I got a lot of those things from him. And sometimes when I sing out and I sing, I'm in my upper register and I have this power. That's really the gift that he gave, that Lord gave him, that he shared with me. So yeah. He passed it down to you. I think so. Some of it, I, I don't know that my voice was better than his because my dad had a pretty cool voice. I don't know. Some people, when it comes to my music, some people view it as they think it has a jazz vibe to it. Some people think that it has, you know, all these different types of vibes to it and I'm just like I don't know where this stuff comes from and my one of my friends that plays the sax and some of my stuff tells me that um, he goes you just write it and you don't realize you're writing it but I just say okay it's whatever God gives me is what I put out but I try to I try to mix my style up a lot I try to work hard at doing that but it just depends on the day but yeah when it came to my dad my dad and I were we were really close especially and I was glad we were in a very good place when he when he passed yeah. yeah. So you you were very blessed because he sounds like a really great guy. He really he does. Was. He was. Yeah. He was. He was a really good good guy. And my my him and my mom were were married for fifty five years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. You, you don't see that too often anymore, and mm-hmm. people are are getting away from that. I I don't know mm-hmm. why. I think it's this you know secular culture we're in. People don't believe that, you know, they have to be married and it's, it's, I don't know. It's getting weird like that, in my opinion. Those were the days that your mom and dad were in that people stayed married and, you know, they worked it out and, 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 you know, they prayed to God and, you know, asked God to help them. 
But so, yeah, so you don't see that too often anymore. What does Darren Zewalk faith look like? What does it look like? If you were to tell someone, if someone had said, hey, you know, I want to get faith. Well, what, what does faith look like? What, what does your faith look like? What would you say? It's total dependence on God. And to me, that is just you totally, you know that God is there for you. You rely on him for strength. You pray to him and you praise him, you know, at, at all the times of, of your, your life, regardless of what you're going through. Because sometimes I think that the devil can throw you things and it can kind of try to mess with your faith. But your strength and holding to God and being patient and waiting on God to answer sometimes can be the best asset. And it just depends on the situation. But I would say, you know, my total faith is that, you know, I'm totally dependent on God and trusting his process. Because I think a lot of times we, you know, you can do stuff on your own, but the whole situation is to trust his process. You know, don't take it into your own hands. Don't try to work it out all on your own and think, okay, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. You know, but trust God's process. And I think that God's process, he can work things out in different situations at different times and, you know, in different ways. So I just say just completely, completely sell out. Sell out to the Lord. Yeah. Amen. You almost made me cry there for a minute. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, I feel the same way. I don't know if you've seen my post today, but I posted people tell me, oh, you know, you're one of the strongest women I've ever met. And it's mm -hmm. true because I believe in God and because I rely on God. If I didn't have that, I'd be a mess. Right. I'd, be a, I'd be a mess. I would be, this is the way I put it pitiful mess I mean there's no other way to put it and I'm not gonna lie about it I'm not gonna front about it that's the real <laughs> mm -hmm. so because of God I can be a strong person and you know I thank him all the time for that I'm so grateful for that you know because right. without him I really don't know where I would be what about you same here I feel the same way I know that it's by his grace that I'm here. It's by his grace that we have strength. It's by his grace that we exist. You know, I had wrote, written a song a while back and one of the lyrics from the song, it just, it says, you know, you're the reason I exist here today. God, without you, there is no song, no words to say. You always make a way in spite of my mistakes. You're the reason I exist. And so that's a chorus to one of the praise songs that I've written probably in the last four or five years. I've, I've had it a couple of years now, but I haven't recorded it. But that's that's kind of how I feel about he's the reason I exist. How do you incorporate, because you know, I say this all the time, life day, and I sound like my mom when I say this, kind of nostalgic, life today is very busy. Okay, you're always on the go. You know, you, you got to remember this, you got to remember that, you, you know, you got to pay this bill, you got to pay that bill, you, you know, you got to work. How do you incorporate God into all of that? How do you do it? If someone were to ask you, how do you do it? Because I'm sure there's lots of people say, I don't have time. Me, myself, I make time. But yeah, yeah. you have, yeah, you have to begin and end with God. Start the day praying, end the day praying. And just, you know, and throughout the day, you know, you reflect on God. You can't, you know, you may not be able to do it every second, 
but you just know. I think it's a feeling that when you, when God lives inside you, that when you're not getting close to Him, I think that there's a conviction. He works from the heart, and so if He lives inside you, I think that He'll remind you of that. He'll He'll remind you through things and through people, you know, that He's there. That's true. I was reading. I belong to this uh, to my churches. It's it's called a Versa Chat, and we sat around and we read verses from the Bible. And I can't remember which one it was, but I'll tell you some. It just basically said exactly what I was thinking, and it wasn't good. <laughs> and it just it 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 straightened me out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever have that before? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, I try to be mindful of what I say. Sometimes I'm really kind of witty. I say little silly things sometimes, and then sometimes I'm like, "Oh, did I offend that person, or did I?" You know, sometimes, and you can. And my thing is, you know, if you do, you just you apologize. You apologize mm-hmm. and say, you know, hey, I, this came out wrong. I didn't really mean to say it that way. I per-, you know. That that's the thing is not to be too prideful to apologize. There's no shame in that. I agree with that. Right. I don't have a problem with saying, "Oh, you're right. I apologize. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that." And you're right. You do. You think about that now, as opposed right. to the China before. I like to talk about my sense, you know, in that other sense. There was a time I would say whatever, you know, do whatever. I'm not saying I didn't have any morals, but now it's different. You know what I say, what I do. You know, if I'm talking to somebody, you know, I kind of want to let them know right away I'm married. You know, things like that, so that there's no misunderstanding. And it's all God sending me little messages. You know, crazy, right? No, not really. I mean, if that's how God, you know. God deals with people differently. So, I mean, you know, however yeah. he deals with you, as long as you recognize what, what how he deals with you, then that's the best, you know, that's always the best thing. Amen. Yeah. Why did you stop being the teacher at your church? What happened with that? Um, it was it was just time. I mean, there was a lot of things going on. We lost our pastor. Our pastor passed away. It was just the change in hands of things that happened. And it was just time. It was time for 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 me to go, and so it was just. I had done it for such a long time, and I had gotten to where, and I don't know. And even you know, and I don't tell this story too often, but the, the um the truth of it was is that you know I'd gotten to where I was not even wanting to even play. Mm. It gotten to a point to where you know I was like. Ooh, I don't, you know, it's like I would play, you know, and, you know, when you, anytime you're dealing with the choir, you know, you're dealing with people, mm-hmm. you're dealing with people that are volunteering their voice and, you know, you can't control what other people do, right? You right. can't control what they do. Mm-hmm. However, in this situation, you know, it was like, you know, you learn songs, you, you go, okay, I've got a soprano, alto, a tenor, and, and it was, a, you know, our church is not huge, but we had enough people in there to where we could have probably carried a sound. And it just gotten to where, to where I felt like I was just so uninspired. And I and I I really had never been like that because I'm a person that I always, I always, I always love music. But I got to where I did not even want to play. And then after I left, 
I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, Lord, I need a break. And I mean, and, and there's churches even here now that could probably use a, use, a, use a music minister, but am I in a rush to just jump back in there and start doing that again? Absolutely not. Because I asked God to give me a break and he's given me one. And I said, okay, but during this break, what am I to do? thought about my music and I thought, oh, okay, if I did a project, what would it be? What songs would I even, you know, do? And I was just driving and I said, you know, my style is kind of eclectic. And he said, right then, eclectic praise. Oh. And that's, that's how I got the thing to my new project, which is called Eclectic Praise. And he was like, you know, you have these songs. You don't have to have a certain style. I don't like have a record deal or nothing. I have control over what I can do. So that's what I did. And so, but yeah, yeah. but it was, it was just a lot going on with the church. It was some things going on and they made some decisions that we, you know, our family particularly didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but, you know, but we had no control over it and they made their decisions and then we made ours. But it was a it was a great break for me because I needed a break because I was at that point to where I wasn't going to I was like, you know, I don't know that I want to, you know, be I, I got to the point to where I didn't want to play. And it took me about a year. I took like a year where I wasn't really playing that much because I took gosh, we left. I left that church like in 2017. Yeah, and I released, I released situation in 2021, mm-hmm. and I've been kind of working on it even before COVID a little bit around 19 or so. So it took me a while to get back into what I was doing. But do I regret doing my solo project? Absolutely not. Yeah, am I looking to do more solo projects? Absolutely, because I just I feel that I don't. In those situations, I don't have to worry about other people. The Lord blesses right. me. I deal with me. I can do my own backups, you know. And it's great. And I have great friends. My producer is awesome, and he has he has great resources as well. So I mean, it's 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 kind of cool. It was it was a moment where God was telling me, okay, you need to, you know, I need a break. I was asking him for a break, and he gave it to me. Yeah. No, I hear you. Sometimes I I wouldn't say burnt out, but sometimes you gotta re-establish right or or refocus right right right, yeah right understand totally when i heard your music i like i said i can hear the passion in there where do you see yourself in the next 10 years or so with your music where do you see yourself where do you think god will will put you do you have any idea i'm just going going with wherever wherever he takes me you know i can't really say what i'm going to be doing i mean i I have a lot of ideas and a lot of projects and things like that going on in my head. I mean, but I, you know, but I'm definitely planning on doing something for the holiday. I've done a couple of holiday tracks, squeeze out a song or two for the holidays, maybe release an EP for Christmas. But I've got two songs already that I've done. So I may try to squeeze a couple more songs on there to just to see, you know, what we can do. Awesome. But yeah, I definitely definitely want to continue on with what I'm doing I really I really like doing my solo stuff and God has given me so much stuff I have arrangements I have you know just songs that I've written recently I've written some songs and I'm just really excited where God is taking me but I I can never predict where he's going to take me but wherever he's taking me in whatever season as long as I have his favor I'm here for it so amen yeah you say that you were divorced and you were a single dad. What advice do you have to single dads out there that might be struggling right now? How could they reach out for God and get help or, or not feel 
you know, broken? What words of encouragement do you have for them? You just have to stay focused. You have to trust God and you have to stay focused. You trust God and you stay focused on the child, not the drama. You know, that's that. That's how it. That's how it was with me. I had to stay focused on God. Try to best you encourage your child if she has a gift or or he has has a gift or whatever. Acknowledge that and cultivate it. Yeah, because that's what that's what I did with my daughter. I mean, it was a, you know, it was a very successful thing. We had our had our ups and downs and and things of of things that happened, but overall, I mean, you know, I was really blessed. I had a very gifted daughter. She was on the dance team. They won state her senior year. She was on the all-state dance team. She graduated in the top ten percent of her class. She's now on. She's now on LPN. It, it, it's a great story, considering all of the obstacles we had to deal with. It ended up being really, really cool. Yeah. So it all worked out. Oh yeah, yeah. My daughter and I are really, really close these days. Yeah. Yeah. So God, God helped you through that. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't have made it through without him. It was a lot. I had a lot of things thrown at me that were not true. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds kind of like what my husband went through. He kind of went through some stuff like that. And and he's still going through it a little bit, but not not as bad. But so did you call out to God or God just answered all your prayers and, you know, fixed everything for you? How did that work? I just trusted him, you know, I mean, because it was a lot, you know, when you're single, because, you know, that's rare that you find, especially, you know, a man of color to have his daughter, you know, that's very rare. But I had to do what I had to do for her own good. And I felt in my spirit and the Lord was was there with me and he granted me that. But then once it happened, I had to learn how to do stuff. You know, you're you have a single dad, you know. You know, I had to learn to comb her hair, and I did it. I, I learned how to comb it. I could comb it and twist it up and do, you know, the things I needed to do to get it done. And it was, you know, I just I just took it on as a challenge and kept going. I was working. I had gotten, I think the year I, I, I got her full-time, I got promoted to be a supervisor of my job. And then I did that, and I did that for like 22 years, and then I got a promotion the year before last, and then I got promoted to be a field manager this past year. So it it took a while. I was in that position for a while, but now I mean, you know, it's just you know, it's just about staying focused, staying focused in what's important, and not not letting what's not important drag you down. But yeah, yeah, I had because my bad days, I'm sure. Like you said, drama could really discourage you, couldn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So what you're saying to single guys out there, stay focused, keep the faith, ask God to help you. Stay focused on God. Keep keep him your number one priority. Because if you take if you keep him number one, then he'll take care of the I always say there's a saying that I think that I have that I say if 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 God is your number one priority, everything else everything else under everything else will fall into its proper place. Amen. Did your daughter take any up any music? Did she sing or play an instrument she like you? She can sing. She can sing. She hasn't sang in a while, but <laughs> she can. Yeah, she yeah. can sing. She has a really she she has a pretty nice strong voice. I haven't. She sings a little bit here and there, you know, just on the phone and stuff. I haven't made her get in there and actually sing. She actually, when she after she graduated, she had a friend that passed and she sang at his his 
you know, she has a very smooth voice, but she she can, my daughter can sing, yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah. she has your dad and your gift. <laughs> so you guys yeah. passed it yeah, down. Totally yeah, she can sing. Yeah, when she wants to, she can. But it's been a while. I mean, you know, getting people into shape. She doesn't sing all the time. She's not like in a church choir or nothing like that, you know, but she does. Yeah. Yeah, she can sing. She doesn't, yeah. she doesn't have the bug, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, I don't think so. I mean, she she sings sometimes, but she she probably you know she knows it. If someone would ask her to sing somewhere, and you know we were together, whatever she would do it for me, probably if I asked her. When you were going through your divorce, how did you get through that? For people who are going through a hard time, divorces can be very stressful, and they can mm-hmm. be very yeah, hard, and they could literally break people because here mm-hmm. you have it, you're with this person. They turn out to be somebody that you didn't know and you know everything just changes so how do you deal with that without losing your mind just trusting God that's the only way you can deal with it you trust God and don't focus don't focus on the negative things try to thrive on the positive things and just go on with him and with me probably I wrote a lot of music during that time as well so I just channeled myself into what I loved, more so. You know, helped you to get through yeah. it. Sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Music is a therapy for me. For some people, it's not, but for me, it is. So I can come up and play, you know, write and get ideas out and come up with new, you know, cool progressions or whatever of songs that I may be working on. So yeah. Good advice. Very good advice. Because basically they have to realize that God is with them no matter what is going on, right? It's not right. always going to be right. peaches and cream, right? Right. right. That, that's I, life. You know, I have a, yeah, I have a praise. You know, I have a praise and worship song that says no matter what, I put my trust in Jesus. He works for my good, you know. He works for my good all the time. And that's pretty much the whole song. But yeah. 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 No matter what's going on, he's there for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm true story <laughs> how did music because i this is how i think of music i think it becomes a part of you right mm-hmm. and you feel it and, and and it becomes something that you can breathe and something that guides you and it's almost like god in a way right because it's not mm-hmm. god but it's almost like god because it's something you believe in and it's something that you could lean on because you said you you kind of went to it, it was your therapy. So so what got you to that point? I mean, because everybody listens to music and everybody, you know, there's some people could play music, but it seems like you're in a different place. How did, what got you there? I think it was just as a kid. I mean, when I was a kid, I was inspired by one of my friends that came to school. He came we were like in fifth grade, I guess. And he played like the entertainer. And I was like, oh, because my mom then asked me, do you want to take piano lessons? And I told her no when I was smaller. And then after I heard him play that, I was like, oh, I bet I could do that someday. You know, and I just, it was just something that I just thought. And then I told her, and she said, okay, now you want to learn how to play? And she was okay. So she got me in it. And then I started excelling in it. I had the most wonderful teacher ever. Her name was Mrs. Swift, and she is still with us today. She's amazing. She can still, I visit her church every blue moon. Now they'll ask me to come and sing, but she's awesome. She is amazing. 
and I, I love her. She really gave me a lot of inspiration of things, you know, of, to practice and to do. And she prepared me for college. I was ready for college when I went. I think as I grew up, there were times in my parents, my parents were big fishermen. They liked to fish. My dad and mom would go fish sometimes. And I did it till like I was like 13 or 14. But after I got about 15 or 16, and I started like, you know, I was like, Daddy, do I really have to go? I don't have to go. So you could stay home. And I was like, ooh. So they would, they would, I would stay home. And I would just stay home. And then, you know, where you're 15 or 16, you might be calling friends or going out. I didn't do that. I was at the piano. I just sit and I played and I just, and I just think it was just something that was just engulfed in me. And that's, it's just what, it, and it's just what it does when I'm in, when I'm in a good place musically. Now, when I'm in a bad place musically, I don't, I don't play as often, but during when I was growing up, I was it was it was the thing that I fell in love with before I fell in love with any person. Wow. So so it was what I what I did. And so they would be gone all day. They would go, you know, they may be gone for hours. And I would just be sitting there on the piano practicing and playing and and I think that's where that love started. And even as I grew into college I did that. I would go and you know, sometimes I lose track of time. I'd be working on stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta get back to my room. It's like almost ten o'clock. So then I mean, but I but I would do that at home too. I would lose track of time. Even when they were there, they would be knocking on my door. I'm like, they're like, you don't go to bed. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's ten thirty. You know, and I was like, I'm supposed to go to bed, and I yeah. have to get up in the morning because I had early band practice. But it was just, it's something that that just takes me away. It takes me away to where I even lose track of time. Yeah. So, wow. What a blessing music is, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's why kind of sad that you don't teach because I know you have a lot to offer. <laughs> <laughs> and someone yeah. could really benefit from you. I am so glad that you came to speak with me today. I really am. I learned a lot and I'm just impressed by people who incorporate God into music. I love that because God, I just think he needs all the praise. And if you could praise him through music, how great is that? I think that's so it's great. Amazing. It is. It is amazing. I mean, because we can't tell him enough. And a lot of times in the Bible, it says, sing a song to God, you know, sing right. to God. Right. I think that's something he really wants us to do, you know, sing to him and and praise him that way too. And you get to do that every day if you like, right? Because you know mm -hmm. how. <laughs> if I sing a song, people are going to be laughing. <laughs> they're not going to go, oh, they're going to go, oh, she's so funny. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, or she should be quiet. <laughs> but yes, you're really blessed. And I really, really want to thank you for coming on the show. Do you have any questions for me? No, I just want to tell everybody, you know, I'm on a lot of social medias. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter. Twitter is my main thing. I, I'm on TikTok and it's all and it's all under Darren Z Walk. D-A-R-R-Y-N-Z-E-W-A-L-K. My music so is out there too. Yeah, my music is out there too. It's in, in all, mostly all of the, um, the DSPs. So, you know, the digital, service providers you know iTunes, so they can find you, know. you on spotify where absolutely else? seen, you, seen absolutely. you on spotify, spotify where else itunes tiktok 
I'm on Amazon. I'm in Pandora. So all those places, mostly every place that people listen to music, I'm there. Okay. How can they find you on LinkedIn or Facebook? Same thing, Darren. Yep. I'm on LinkedIn. Yes, I'm under. Yes. Okay. That's great. And I'm going to spell your name once again in case someone didn't hear you. That's D A R R Y N. Next word is last name Z E W A L K. Just how it sounds, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Darren. God bless you. And don't give up music. And you should start teaching. You heard it from China. <laughs> <laughs> Well, China, I just want to tell you, I appreciate you reaching out, and I'm glad that we finally got this interview together because it took us a minute to kind of get everything lined out. But yeah. I'd love to come back, and I'm I'm definitely working on some stuff. But no, I'm not gonna quit. I'm in I'm I'm in a wonderful place right now musically, so I'm really excited about what's to come. So yeah, that's great. Do you have anything you could play for us right now? I mean, we got a couple minutes, or a song know. you I mean, want to sing. Oh, I don't know about playing and singing and oh, Lord, you kind of put me on the spot. <laughs> I'm I'm actually the funny thing about it is I'm right here at my keyboard. Ooh, so see, know. God, I think so, God wanted you to play something. Oh, I don't know. I mean, something new, something old, what I'm whatever, doing. whatever. We got ten minutes. I'd love to hear something. I could do something released, unreleased. Let's do. I don't know. Have you heard the? Have you heard my song "Never Doubt"? Have you heard that? No, I didn't hear that one. It's on. It's is a song from Eclectic Praise. Just like. What may come my way, Lord, I won't question you. It's the second verse. I know that I'll have good and bad times, but I'll trust in all you do. Nothing has changed in my mind. Lord, I'm so blessed that you hear every time. And no, I'll never doubt again. Lord, you'll always be my friend. No one could guess just how much you've done for me. And who would give a life for me on a cross at Calvary so that I may give my life eternally? Thank you. 
you'll always be my friend. No one could guess just how much you've done for me. When giving life for me on a cross at Calvary, so that I may live my life eternally. That was awesome. Why don't you have a record deal? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. Seriously. <laughs> you, can, Seriously. you can work on that for me, China. China, you can work on that for me, okay? That's your yeah, assignment. That's, that's crazy. I mean, did you ever hear the message on Sirius? Did you ever hear? Mm. Do you have Sirius uh, radio? Yes. Oh, yeah. We listen to that. Yes. Yes. Okay. All those guys on there don't sound half as good as you do. <laughs> <laughs> So you Bless need you. a record deal. Bless you. you need a record deal. You gotta look. You need to work on that for me, China. That's your assignment. <laughs> okay. Don't be surprised. I'll hook you up with somebody. <laughs> hey, that's a blessing. I would be more than happy to happy to to talk to whoever. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. But that, well, but that song never died. I just sung the second verse. I didn't sing the 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 first verse, but the name of that song is Never Doubt. It is from my most recent project called Eclectic Praise. It's the prettiest song. All the all the rest of the songs on there kind of have one song has like a '60s vibe to it. Um, Without you, it's kind of '60s. Impatient was the single that we released. We released Without You, Impatient, and we released Try and Stop Me. Try and Stop Me is about a relationship of someone getting in the way of somebody trying to stop people's praise. It's kind of like it's real conflicted. So you'd have to listen to that. And then Never Doubts on there. And then I have a song called Everything that we're kind of pushing, sort of. And then also I have a song on there called Protect Me. So it's six songs on that. So make sure you go and check out Eclectic Praise. So I'm and definitely going to. Let, let me know yeah. what you think about it. Though. I'd appreciate it. Oh, oh, definitely. I definitely will. And thank you again, Darren. I really appreciate it. And God bless you. Yeah. Blessings thank back you. to you, China. And let's let's do it again sometime when you when you're available. I'd love to come back on. Definitely, definitely, because you can come back and let us know what else you've done, so people could look for Absolutely. that. And and Absolutely. hey, guess what? You can get a following, and that's that helps too. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Darren. Have a great day. I appreciate it, China. You do the same. Stay blessed. Wow, that was a great show. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Well, this is The Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers. Thank you for being here. And I want to say thank you. I was lost and you found me. I was dead inside and you breathed into me. And you brought these bones alive. I want to say thank you. Thank you for saving me Thank you for loving me unconditionally God You stood with open